Welcome to the Millennial Parents Podcast, where we discuss everything about parenthood and adulthood from the perspective of millennials. We are your hosts, Lizette and Damien, creators of Millennial Parents, and it is our mission to highlight the real and raw ups and downs of our journey. It is important to note we are two average millennial parents who are simply faking it till we make it. Therefore, we will not be providing medical advice. Everything we share is based on our learning experience. As always, seek your medical provider first. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. This will help build our community of millennial parents. Please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Rents and visit our website for exclusive content. Welcome to episode two. We are your hosts, Lizette and Damien, back at it again. And today we'll be talking about how we plan to approach parenthood. We'll talk about what it means to be a millennial parent and how our past experiences have shaped us and as well as our views of what we want for our family unit. Thanks for tuning in. Before we jumped into the episode, uh, we did want to just express our gratitude to everybody. Um, the, the support and the love for the first episode was, was just tremendous. And we can't, we can't thank you guys enough. Like all of our friends and family really came through and supported. So yeah. Y'all are amazing. We, of course, were scared to launch the first episode. So this just hearing from you guys and your feedback and sharing it with everybody and you guys sharing it with your friends and family has been super super awesome and we appreciate everyone who took the time took the time to listen to us and listen to our story so if you are new to the millennial rinse and you have not listened to episode one i would highly suggest you listen to episode one before episode go check it out and those of you who did listen to episode one and didn't leave a review, leave a review or just drop us a, uh, drop us some feedback. One of the feedbacks that I did get, Damien, was that I sounded like I was out of breath, and I wanted yeah, you to gotta clarify. Breathe. You gotta take 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 <laughs> hey, some time. Hey, I need and to clarify breathe. here. I'm I'm 32, 33 weeks pregnant now, and it is hard to breathe and talk. So, if I sound like I'm out of breath, that's just another one of those third trimester things that we'll talk about. But, yes, I am out of breath. It is hard to talk (laughs) these days. (laughs) But we appreciate everyone for the feedback. Thank you so much. Hope you guys continue to tune in. And let's jump right into it. All right, so episode two on the Millennial Parents Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the family unit and what we expect from it. And I think naturally, 
And from our expectations, we'll obviously be kind of either straying away from our, our own experiences or, or bringing in a lot of those experiences. So I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit first about what our experiences of the family unit was and what we were missing and what we loved about our family units and all that kind of good stuff. I think we kind of judge our parents and I don't know if we judge them in a good way or in a bad way. I would say I judge my parents in a in a way where I think like I I do think that we have a lot more access to information and I do think that we are I'm not going to say we're smarter but I'm going to say I think that trials and tribulations have are are going to allow me at least how I parent I want to really you know take from past experiences and and past generations and 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 really kind of see what things I liked and what things I don't like and and try and and try and do better, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to say I'm smarter than my parents or whatever, hmm. but but I definitely think that we have access to more information, so Well, I mean, I think I starting at a very I mean, in my adolescence, I was very judgmental about my parents. I had a strong opinion. <laughs> but I will also say this And too, I won't though. say it was right, but I definitely felt like I was like they need to think this way about me. I will say this too, though, (laughs) to give my parents credit or my mom, at least she's a lot younger than I am right now. You know what I mean? So I think that I think that that is and that's also part of the whole millennial thing, too. You know what I mean? Like as I was doing research and stuff like that on this, I I, I read that millennials are having kids way later than most generations anyways. So that's a good point, because my both my parents are very young parents. Very young parents. My mom had her first kid at 19, had me by 24, and my dad was, what, 20, 21 when he had his first kid? So, I mean, and when I turned when I turned 25, I, I that was kind of like a milestone birthday for me, and I couldn't help but think about my mom and put my right. mom in her shoes and put myself in my mom's shoes when I turned 25, and I was thinking like, wow, my mom at this time had a six-year-old and a two-year-old and was an immigrant well not really an immigrant but or yeah she migrated over here to a new country and to top it all off she lost both of her parents so she was parenting wow with that's that, being that young with two two kids that young in a new country at 25 and i'm over here hitting 30 about to have our first kid and i still feel like (laughs) the wheels are falling off (laughs) so i'm always i i I always every time i feel like i'm losing it or i feel like i'm out of place i always go back to my mom and i feel like that's very important for me to have and i'm super thankful for that i always go back to my parents and think about their journey yeah, and, I would agree too. I would say my my situation is is a lot different too than than Lizette's, which which you guys will will get to in a second. But um, I feel like you know my mom my mom she really gives me so much like inspiration like that I know going forward as a parent I I can I can figure things out. You know what I mean? Like my mom really showed me. You know sometimes you know you got to do whatever it takes and really really like clamping down and 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 just working hard and and doing it you know what i mean she really only had herself and always made sure like everything that we needed was was pretty much there and stuff i i feel like from what she did and from where i am right now and 
you know, where my sister and my brother are. And it's doable, you know what I mean? Like it's it's more than doable, you know. Um, I feel like I have I have like so much good resources and so much good support that she didn't even have. And that's just like that just really gives me so much like ambition or or I would say, I don't know, am, 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 I, am I saying what I don't know if I'm saying inspiration or or, or what it is, but it's just confidence. Confidence, think, or, yeah. It yeah. makes me feel like I know that I can figure this thing out, you know what I mean? Like it it's gonna be hard, obviously, but you know, it's a, it's something that, that can be done. Yeah, but I, I, it's it's interesting to hear that um, millennials, and I'm thinking this trend is going to continue to the next generation or having kids later. And I mean, that doesn't apply to everybody. I have a lot of friends who had kids really early, but you don't really see big families anymore as much as you did back then i think you know your does your mom come from a lot of siblings does she have a lot of siblings no my mom's actually the only child yeah so so i mean well real small family unit yeah i mean i think back then they had a lot more the 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 size of a family was bigger and right um My, my mom's mom has like my grandma, I guess, <laughs> um, has a lot of siblings and everything like that. Made but that way more complicated but, than it was. <laughs> but my mom was the only child. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, so for me, coming from a two-parent household and seeing my parents work through their relationship and work through their patches of parenthood and figuring things out is really what helps me today like Damien said and it's it's awesome that he's able to say that as well coming from a single parent household I think I was super I don't know if everybody was like this but I was super observant of my parents they probably don't know this and they're if they hear this they'll be like well damn she was taking notes and we didn't even realize it but That's like funny I said, you say that because I don't, I don't think, if, well, I don't think I observed. I don't think read, I've ever really. If you read my blog post, I said that when I was a teenager growing up, I always wanted to be a mom. So I, I, it was just something that I looked at all the time, and I sat and observed. I don't know why, but. That was, and I also think that's why I became a teacher too, is because I was just so observant of how people develop relationships and mentorship and all of that, and how adults play a strong, a strong right. lead in kids' lives. So that was also something that kind of, it, it, thinking back now, it it relates to my career path. It relates to my path of becoming a mom. Just going back to that. Seeing them work through it and being so young is helpful. Like I remember when, I remember when we moved into our first apartment or, well, our first, yeah, our first apartment because my mom and my dad, we lived in a house with her, my mom's siblings and then they got their first apartment. And I can, like now that I'm going through that, Damien and I got our first apartment in October and, um, we had to like work for that, you know, it was, it was a big deal. So I can imagine them with two kids getting their first place, like how crazy that would be and how much they had to scramble and like figure things out. And then me thinking about like, oh my gosh, I'm 
in a, I'm about to bring a baby in a two bedroom apartment. We don't have room. Like there's nothing like, I don't know. I'm scared. And then I just always think about my parents, you know, do you do that too? Like, aren't you a little like uneasy about our situation right now? And then you think about your mom and your, you know, I think so. Like, I think that, I think that like to the fullest, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we us as a generation we're we're so i feel like we're so like um education based and you know we're we're heavy on the internet and information and all that kind of thing so like we do feel like we know it all and everything like that and for that reason i feel like we kind of it's a double-edged sword yeah you know what i mean like we're 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 so panicked and we don't think we're ready or whatever. We think that there's so much going on because we we have access to all this information or whatever. So it puts a lot of pressure on us to like actually take action with those things or whatnot. You know what I mean? We're still kind of sitting back and we're still kind of like, wait, well, I'm not quite ready because I've I've already seen what all is needed and I'm not quite ready or whatever. Instead of like when you have less information like that, you might kind of just be more willing to jump and just go. You know. I think with us having a lot of this information, we're kind of scaring ourselves out of doing these things and taking these steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but our our parents, I feel like in the '90s and in the '80s and stuff like that, I don't know. Everything seemed like it was it was fast back then, and it was just kind of like go with the flow. You know what I mean? And I think that they 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 had it a little bit a little bit more figured out than us because of that reason. You know, their improv skills or their freestyling skills are a little bit better than ours. Or maybe that's just what they made it seem. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it is. We, But I feel like us as a generation, we don't even really take the time to freestyle. You know what I mean? Like, we want to prep everything before. I definitely want to prep everything I before. do, too. That's, I do, too. That's one of the things that sometimes holds me back from some of these. I mean, with this whole podcast, like, as we go approach every episode i'm always like damien i need to outline i need to like i need i need to know exactly what we're doing and then you are just like let's wing it let's do well i'm not saying well i don't know i think that having a a place to go and everything like that is always good um but i like winging it too i you know what i mean i like i like going with the flow too and, and 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 figuring out things and that's also a little bit how i think i will you know wanna wanna be as a dad too you know what i mean like i I feel like early on in the pregnancy thing i feel like i was getting real caught up into my own excitement and my own hobbies and things like that and i really was like oh i'm gonna want to do this and i'm gonna want to do that you know but really knowing myself i think i'm gonna be really really just like what do you like and then from there i'll probably get obsessed with whatever she likes more so than than being kind of like what i obviously want all right so for the record you're going to let Maya choose whether she wants to be a Laker fan or a Bulls fan. You're not going to you're not going to impose anything on her. She's going no, no, to No, no, no. I think that'll be easy though cuz the Bulls haven't won a game in hey. since 1999. Has but, it been? But she has about <laughs> we have about 10 years until she can really start liking a team. So No, I mean, hey, LeBron point. LeBron has a good 10 years to go, so but I, I mean, yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. She'll be a daddy. She'll be a daddy's girl anyway. So I'm sure she'll, she'll just naturally go with the Lakers. But I will, I will allow her. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I'll allow that. Like as long as she's not like some random, random sports team fan, then, then you know, if the Bulls I think is that's what she awesome wants, awesome. If she's random, I don't know. She about has, that. I think that's awesome. <laughs> no, but you do bring up a good point. Um, about um kind of like 
especially for me taking back from that control damien tells me all the time i like to take control and quite frankly that's right i feel like not that i want to take control of everything i just feel more confident or more comfortable when i know that it was me in you know making those decisions and if anything fell off it was me or something i don't know but realizing that i'm gonna have a daughter and knowing that she's gonna have a mind of her own she's also a leo y'all so yeah i'm a leo i'm 100 percent a leo to the fullest um but that's one of the things that i would hope for is for her to do her own self-exploration um and to not not really just figure things out on her own because there is a balance and damien you talk a lot about how you wish when you were a kid that you right. kind of you had like not wish but it's like so hard you just you wish that you had somebody kind of like show you different different avenues so you could maybe you could develop right. some interest in it but you were just so focused on what was presented in front of you like football and sports but nothing was really introduced as far as like other interest uh, interest by by some by by someone else who was trying to teach me or help me you know what i mean i, I don't think i've ever and, I've had to find my own interest in everything like that my whole life, I feel like. Yeah, and quite frankly, that's how I was too. I don't think... My parents were never... They didn't press anything on me. They weren't like, you're going to be enrolled in something every season. And you're going to be um, doing this all year round and all of that. There was nothing like that. Um, if I didn't want to do it, there was no argument. All right, you're not, you don't have to do it. And looking back, I yeah, I do wish that maybe I was put into something or not forced but like given i knew the opportunities were there but i just i was such a shy kid and that maybe that's what held them back from putting me into things because i did not want to be in anything but i mean i i think it's it is giving the exposure but then allowing them to allowing they pick to gravitate towards what exposing them exposing them to as much i would say exposing them to as much as possible also i really i'm really 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 extremely passionate about the things i'm into you know what i mean so obviously one of my things i feel like as a as a millennial dad that's going to be like incredibly huge to me is 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 bonding bonding with maya and, and and sharing and spending time with her you know what i mean like i I, I have like this weird thing right now where I don't know. I, I've told Lizette this before. I don't know if she really understands the magnitude of this, but I don't know. I have like this weird thing right now where I like don't want any, like I just want me and Maya to be like best friends and like I don't want like anybody else to like, I don't know. I don't know. I have like a, a weird little thing right now, but um, I, I know I'm going to have to get over it. I'm going to have to accept help and in, in, in everybody in the, in the village or everything like that. But right now I just have this little thing in my head. He where... says that until he's on the verge of no. Yeah, probably. On, <laughs> on the verge but... of insanity because he's trying. And I think one of the things is balance i a yeah. big huge part of parenthood is building that village around you too. because quite frankly what i'm so super proud of, of the relationships that i built growing up is my family not just my parents my family damien you know that my family yeah <laughs> we're huge 
on getting together every weekend. I mean, I'm so happy to be home and be closer to my family because they there I always know that I can just easily show up to my uncle Mike's house or I can call Tito Carla up on a Saturday and we can all just go to the you know so I think keeping your kid away or like you want her just to you well I'm not I'm not saying that I don't I don't think I mean it like that but I just really I really just want to I don't know. I had this conversation with EJ too, or, uh, Lizette's brother too, where I was like, I just really oh, want. Oh, who, by the way, my brother is having a baby a month ahead of us. So yeah. Maya will already have someone to, uh, yeah. a cousin that is very close in age, which, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So um, I actually already had this conversation with him too. Is like, I, I really want to figure out, like, I want to so badly. Just for Maya, like I, I want to, I want to figure out so badly how to do this whole parenting thing 50-50. Like I don't want, I don't want it to be like any like mom has to take on more of the load or dad has to take on more of the load. I mean, I, I, I would be willing to take on more of the load, but I know Lizette definitely wouldn't be willing to to do that. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, I don't want. Hey, I, I'm, I'm for that. <laughs> But um, no, I, I definitely am, am trying trying my hardest to figure out, and I'm also gonna try my hardest to cons- to keep this kind of mindset and and not like allow it to slip because I really do believe that the more the more work w- we do in that kind of thing, guys, you know what I'm saying, the more fulfilling the other stuff will be. And also, I I don't know, I I just feel like I wanna I wanna have those experiences with Maya, you know what I mean, when she's a re- like a tiny little baby and I just changed her diaper and she. Peas on me or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, but <laughs> I think uh, another thing that is worth talking about is as much as Damien and I want to be on the same page on things, it's natural for us to be. We have different styles, right? Um, and one of the things that I always think about is who's going to be the disciplinarian and who's going to be yeah. like. But Not, we gotta be honest on that, you know what I mean. <laughs> I think if you know, uh, for those who don't no, know, kidding. for those who don't know, and this comes a lot from again, my mom and my dad. My mom was the disciplinarian. My dad was the one who was more of like the empathetic. You can talk to him. He'll talk things out. He can talk in a calm voice. <laughs> See, I think I have I have potential to be the latter, but I also have to work on some of my own, you know. I got I got you know, but I I could be the latter, you know what I mean? I I don't know, but also I do feel like this too. I do feel like I'm going to have expectations for Maya, and I feel like there has to be expectations as well, you know what I mean? And mm. I also, you know, I don't think it will I I will be like the the as as you know as nice and as a pushover as Lizette thinks just because she thinks that I'm going to be melting in Maya's hands all the time. No, just wait. Just wait. And, and and maybe it will be so depending on certain things, you know what I mean? Certain things that obviously Lizette thinks are a bigger deal or whatever then I'm going to obviously, you know how that is, but maybe when it comes to something like her sports or something like that, it might affect me in a different way or something. I don't know. But um, I don't know that she's right. There's definitely a balance. And I definitely will will need to find that balance, too, because I don't want to I don't want Lizette to be always seeming like the bad. Well, to be honest, that's oh. something that's something that I'm super excited to see to come to life, because um, I love my relationship with my dad. And I I 
super excited to see Damien's relationship with Maya build. Um, and I can already tell, like, the moment that we found out that it was a girl, Damien's life had already changed. He, I mean, hit sure. everything from sure. top to bottom. So it's already been, you can already tell that he's a girl, he's preparing to be a girl dad. And we can't say how different this would be if we were having a boy. But I think it's important to note that Damien did want a girl before he found out that we were having a girl. He was very like, it it didn't matter if it was a boy or a girl, but he was like, it would be a dream come true if it was a girl. Yeah. (laughs) And his dream came true. And ever since it came true, I can tell that it's changed a lot. I really think so. I do. I do. I think that Maya Maya has my heart already, and I, I you know, I, I love it. I'm excited about it, and I, I think that it's, it's a good time for for girl dads. You know what I mean? We're we're coming together as a community. You know what I mean? And we're fighting for 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 the ladies and everything like that. And it's so much fun. You know what I mean? We're 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 a movement, and I'm I'm gonna push the movement forward. Maya's gonna be a a a, a powerful, wonderful, brilliant woman and she's going to contribute to society in many ways and i'm so excited for it you know it's 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 a great time for 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 women and i'm so excited to have a daughter right now so yeah um and i think a lot of just the excitement and the joy of it of becoming a parent comes a lot from your upbringing right like yeah, I would say, I would say, you and, and, and I could, the- I could probably, I could probably give an example of that. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe my excitement for being a girl dad and having a girl goes to the fact that I, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have my dad wasn't around, and I was pretty much raised by you know three powerful women. You know, and and to me, those three women are you know they're they mean the world to me, and I, I feel like they've always pretty much show me and I've, they've always given me like the utmost faith in women, you know? And then I also feel like I met Lizette, you know what I mean? And I feel like Lizette is one of the most powerful and strong women in the world. I mean, obviously I love her more than anything in the world, but she's that kind of person too, you know what I mean? And I feel like, and also her mom, you know what I mean? Like her mom is incredible and, and just being part of their family and, and meeting her and also meeting her aunts too. Maya has incredible women, and even Lizette, Lizette's friends. Like I, I, her friends are are, are incredible people yeah. too. Like they all have been reaching out, and they all are really, really brilliant women too. And so Maya has the best people to look up to, and I feel like maybe that's why I'm so excited to raise a girl. You know what I mean? Like I've seen what what powerful women that were raised right can do and what they're like and i and i and i love them you know what i mean i'm here for it i'm, I'm i'll go to bat for them anytime so um yeah that's that's what i, I hope will for say too. i will say one of the cutest things when i first started dating damien was when i heard him and his brother two grown men of color i'll say <laughs> calling their mom mommy was the cutest thing <laughs> And I've, it just totally, I don't know why, but it just kind of filled my heart to hear them call their mom, mommy until this day. Until this day, I thought that was the best thing to hear. Um, it's super cute, but yeah. So 
the joy of or the excitement you always want you always compare yourself to your parents and they always say you want to be better than your parents and I don't know if I like I don't know if I agree with that statement to the fullest of course we want to be better than the past but I think not technically better we do want to like we want to learn from it but we also I I'm, we also want to take part of it with us right. too and I think that's inevitable. You're gonna have the past is gonna come with you regardless. I just I think that I think that also um, my my whole thing too is again back on the kind of thing like you know I didn't have a, a father figure or whatnot and everything, but um, I see definitely what Lizette says about her dad. You know what I mean? Like he like and that's what I'm saying. Like whenever Lizette was saying how me and her dad were similar and she thinks that you know we might have that same kind of dynamic between like her her mom and her dad and me and her or whatnot um but i think that you know i got a long way to go because i like i said my my thing too is like you know as a millennial dad i feel like we're we need to pay attention to like mental health things like that and mental support and emotions and those kind of things you know what i mean definitely we, we're our, we're bringing our kids up where they're they're more digitally native. They're they're born into that kind of thing, and I feel like it's up to us to really, really strengthen and solidify and and figure out good good mechanisms and things to to help help our kids and our future emotionally and mentally. And that's what I want. That's what I'm trying to get at right now. Is what I'm trying to say is, as a dad. I need to take more time with myself or or I need to figure out better coping mechanisms and I need to understand my emotions and things like that better because I need to be there to support Maya when she goes through these things too. You know? And that's what I noticed with Lizette's dad. Lizette's dad's really, really calm. He's really, he has, he has, his, he, it at least seems like he has his emotions <laughs> in check. And you know, he does have times where he, you know, has, has, you know, panic attack or, or whatnot. Or I feel like I noticed that whenever something serious happens, he's really the calm one and and like the one that like keeps the room balanced, you know what I mean? And that's what I want for my from for my kid and my family, you know what I mean? I want to be the person that that whenever something goes on, they see calmness and they see, you know, support and balance in, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I think a huge thing for me to learn and to to get to get better at, especially in this final month that I have, is to really, really understand my emotions, really, really understand how to how to deal with um high emotions and these kind of things and 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 calm and calmly calmly handle things better you know i really i'm so glad that you brought that point up because the whole mental health thing because looking back to our situation when we had our first miscarriage and where we were as a couple back then um how we just freshly moved i freshly moved to la and that was the first time that we live together. So Damien and I have been together for seven years and we moved in together on maybe the sixth year of being together, right? So um, we have been together for a while, but still when we moved in together, there was a lot of, it was hard. It was very hard. And you would think that, oh, they've been together for a while. So moving in would be easy, but no, it was very, very it was difficult. And um, when we found out that we were bringing in a baby, it quite frankly, at that point, I don't think, and I can speak for myself and Damien, if you can confirm this, I don't, we were, I was not mentally stable. Definitely not. 
Definitely not. I I mean, maybe if the pregnancy would have progressed, I would have got myself there. But I was in a really heightened state of just (laughs) with myself, like just a lot of a lot of stuff going on. New job, my very first career job, and I hated it. I was stressed. Like just there was just so much stuff going on, and Damien as well was in his own path and figuring things out and. Um, it was so, a lot. It was a lot, and we were we were living. You were away from your family in LA, you know. So and so, like, I think I think it really did happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and now that we're in this second pregnancy, and we can look back at our mental health, it's pretty crazy to see mm-hmm. how far we've come. And I don't. Again, it might be because the pregnancy went on, and we've actually buckled down and thought about it but that's what life changes do to you that's these moments in your life they change you so who knows if we were to ever if we didn't get pregnant where if we would be at a stage where we are now mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. um and i think it was it was it was time for us to realize that we need to be a, a vessel and we need to take care of ourselves and pour into ourselves. And one of the things that I always encourage Damien to do is to invest in himself. He was always someone that, you know, was a people pleaser. If you've been around Damien, he's 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 a social butterfly. He likes, you know, <laughs> he's all about the people, but he spent very little time investing in himself. And I think when my once Maya came or once Maya, she's not here yet, but <laughs> once we, once I became pregnant, he really started investing in himself and started, you know, doing, finding things that gave him enjoyment and excitement because right. you can tell when he's, you know, when he's taking care of himself, it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different game. So. And that actually leads me to my next point is is as a millennial dad we got to take care of ourselves absolutely health wise moms too wellness wise that goes for mental like we just talked about but also physical like we have to we have to have to take care of ourselves our our, our kid is now depending on us for the rest of their 18 years after that i'm gonna cut her off no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but She's now depending on me for 18 years, you know what I mean? And so, we didn't even talk about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick, I'm gonna go back to our, our little year, our 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 first year where we ever moved in together and we were both going through a lot. You know, it was a it was a trying time. I mean, at that point I wanna say I had just quit my job for like a really long time and I started writing pretty much full time freelance and and you know, picking up odd jobs to, you know, make sure that, that, that I still had opportunity to do that and stuff. And, and Lizette's job at this time was extremely, extremely stressful. And, um, I wasn't taking care of myself very well at all. And I wasn't working out and I wasn't eating well and anything like that. And I was getting sick a lot. Like I was hospitalized, actually, like heavy, sick, heavy, sick, like not like joking, sick, like not like play, play, sick. Like hospitalized, I was hospitalized what two or three times in a, a year or something like that. Two times. Two well, times in a year. Yeah, that admitted twice, but you had 
other bad I see you. I'm talking. Don't let her don't let her fool you. I wasn't an ICU. I'm kidding. I shouldn't play like that, but but it was bad. It felt bad to me. <laughs> um but no, anyways, um back on topic. And I, I definitely want to contribute those hospitalizations and those sicknesses to my mental health at the time. I was letting stress pile up on me at the time. I wasn't working out at the time and I definitely wasn't eating well at the time. You know what I mean? So, um, as soon as, as soon as, you know, I started, I started to, you know, Lizette started to help, helping me take care of myself a little bit better and pay attention to these things. You know, we started eating real healthy and doing all these really, really awesome things. That's whenever I, I could really, I could really start to handle my emotions. And that's when I realized that it's a hundred percent physical that causes mental as well you know what i mean so well your mental yeah state, help me out here. your mental state and how you cope mentally can ref can reflect physically so right. or you can relieve stress too physically too and that's why you need it yeah so if if you're you if you're breaking down mentally physically it'll show up it can show up physically your body right. starts breaking down you can't control heart rate you can't it, everything your just seems weak. your immune system yeah. goes down a shot and all of that so um i think that's what you're yeah that's what say. i was getting at um but my point is this is take care of yourself and start doing things like if you are already so let's just say i mean it's never too late if you're already a parent Try your hardest to find some time to, to get it in because it's really important to work out and to, you know, figure out. To, you don't even have to work out. Figure out something af- athletic or active that you can be doing or whatever that can just get your heart rate up, get you moving, get you Those active. endorphins. Get you outside if you can. And and I will say everything that we're talking about that we went through is normal life circumstances. Like it wasn't like something where something tragic happened it's these are like everyday battles that people go like regular people go through on a daily basis and people don't cope with it well and that's what happened is we were going through regular daily battles but we weren't managing them or we weren't coping with them well and it ultimately led to one of us breaking down and at that point i had to be the stronger person because Obviously, things were, and it was hard for me to be the stronger person because I was breaking down myself. But it's important that life is, to know that life is crazy and it's not all rainbows. And mental health is an issue for everybody. People keep saying, oh, you had a mental health issue. Everybody has a mental health issue. And I think that's what it's, that's where it gets very, very, um, judgmental is that we all struggle with mental health issues and sometimes things can feel really big to some people and sometimes things can feel minimal to people but it all it's all based on your mental perception so everything that damien went through everything that i went through isn't it's not something that is it's no bigger or no smaller than than, than anything you guys are going through you know what i mean it's it's just again how you how you cope with it and how you handle it and how you let yourself break down from it. You know what I mean? Like when you when you become a parent and when you're a millennial parent and you're living that lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, when you no, but seriously, when you are when you are a parent, you know, you really have to get it together. You know what I mean? You have to be strong. You know, 
figure it out. Cope with these things. Understand how to breathe. But you and don't how to have yourself. to figure it out by yourself. You don't. You don't. But you do want to. You do want to have coping mechanisms and, and these things in place too, so you can teach your kids these things early on. You know. Um, so yes, mental health and also uh, physical health and working out and finding you some activities and some hobbies to uh, get that get the blood flowing and. So uh, the promise that you're gonna make to your daughter is no Taco Bell when she gets here. Yeah, I decided no Taco Bell <laughs> and no soda, no juice, no soda. No, we didn't say juice. I said soda. <laughs> See, Lizette gotta always take it too far. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with juice, but we'll we'll give up soda and Taco Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, and I and I can piggyback on that too as a mom that's super important mental health for mamas are important i have my tribe so that really helped me i got my girls who i talk to i have i read i journal a lot of i talk to myself too i listen to stuff that makes me happy it like it's funny because i i like to listen to other people's stories that can be sometimes they're, they're tragic but it gives me it gives me it, it helps me through work through my things my coping skills are a little bit different but moms we gotta we gotta take care of ourselves we all not only have to deal with the physical side of things of providing and nurturing and all of that um so it's especially important that we take care of our mental health because if my mental health breaks down, my body breaks down, and then my body is the vessel for my daughter. So it's it's super important for us too. So all this kind of brought me to like a, a full understanding or or what I would say is like my my one thing that I can I'm gonna throw out to the universe as like the one thing that I can take from like my past experiences and that I want to do or be for Maya. And what I'm going to say that is, is it's just going to be mainly consistency and about just waking up every single day and being there for her. That's the most important thing to me. And, um, and, and, and I say that because, and it, I know it sounds simple to everybody and everything like that, but I, I want to keep it simple. And I want to say that just because, like I said, I didn't have, my dad wasn't there for me or whatever. And I really truly believe, or I don't think people really understand how simple it is or it would have been, you know what I mean? Like, it would have just been as simple as just, you know, just hang out. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a lot of, I had, there was a lot of good, you know, my friends had, had great fathers and there was, you know, great people. And I always saw the relationships that, you know, one of my Ooh. best friends, Brett, Brett, I feel like him and his dad, they have an incredible relationship. And I, I, I always loved seeing them. And Brett's dad was actually my basketball coach one time. And um, we actually had a free throw shooting contest. I, I think it was or something like that. And it was like a dad and son free throw shooting or something like that. And Brett was clearly the best free throw shooter on our team always. I don't know why. Because his dad always helped him with free throws. So he was always really good at free throws. Um, and my dad wasn't there or whatever. And after Brett's dad shot with him, Brett's dad shot with me. You know what I mean? And I'll never forget that moment, you know. But, you know, like I said, there was a lot of other, you know, of my friends that had great, incredible dads. And I always thought it was so special. And I always definitely wanted wanted a relationship like that, you know. So um, I'll always say that the simple thing for me is to just wake up every day and, and be there for her. And, you know, be, you know, I, I want to be the first person she sees every morning. You know, that's if I can do that, I think that I, I'll be on the right path, at least. You know? That that gets me to where I can uh, advertise my favorite artist, Indy Ari. 
her song, The Little Things, if you guys want to listen to that song. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's something that I would definitely hold up to on a pedestal is the simple things. Us millennials get caught up in trying to do the most. We're always trying to do the most. And I know you guys can relate because we all see your guys' lives on social media and we're trying to keep up with doing the most. And really, it's it's really taking a lot of energy out of us. I feel like I've learned, if there's anything that I've learned during this pregnancy is how to expend my energy mindfully. Like be mindful on what I expend my energy on. Am I really going to clearly my energy levels physically are low but so it makes me like think do i need to spend my energy on thinking about something like this we waste a lot of our time and energy on things that don't really matter and it's just the simple things that can get us by that can make us happy um that we should that we should focus on and that's something that i think Damien and I battled when we were wanting to become parents is that we thought that we had to be like these like superhero parents. And now I'm, you know, like we needed all this money to provide and like make sure that we have the latest this and that so that she can, you know, be she can have the best of of whatever. Right. But really, it's like Damien said, it's the simple things is making sure that she wakes up to you every day and making sure that she sees your guys's happiness. So that's a huge, huge point right there. And I, I definitely would have to agree with Damien. I think that's my top takeaway too, is the simple things. Right. Right. So, um, so do I get a 24 second shot clock today? You get 24 seconds. I you don't get 55 seconds. seconds or whatever. A 24 second shot clock. <laughs> Okay, okay. So let's just set the timer on the phone. We're gonna now, set a timer because you were saying this time, I need you were to... saying you wished you saw the the clock. Yes. So, okay, okay. Twenty four second shot clock. All right, so all right. And we are going to begin right now. So I'm just gonna say this. Dads, everything seems like it's going to be so hard and we're so worried about everything and we want everything to be so perfect and everything like that. But the only thing that's really, really important during this time right here that, that you know, we're going to be with our kid and stuff like that is to really, really make sure that we're there for them, support them as much as possible. There was nothing there was nothing more I needed in as a kid ever than just support. That was all I needed. And I think that going forward I, I will i will always just try and keep that in my head just always support her in her dreams and i still went over 24 seconds ah hey you did better that was 38 seconds 38 seconds is better <laughs> you did a lot better so i did have a top three but i think that calls for a whole nother episode again once again we're doing this on the fly i think my top three is more relatable to something else but um I'm just going to say again and recap what Damien said about this, the simple things. It's super, super important, especially me being the control freak and the Leo that I am. I want everything to be 
perfect. I know that my daughter is already blessed um, just with the people she's going to have around her. If, if we took everything out and if she just had the basic needs, food, roof over her head, and nothing else, if we didn't buy, if nobody bought us anything on the registry, if we just went in with nothing but clothes and diapers and food, my girl, I know she will be blessed because of the people that she has around her. And that's something that I can say very proudly. And I'm super, super excited. And that goes all the way from my friends to my family to now these people on these podcasts to my coworkers. I mean, people have really like showed up during this time in my life. And I feel like it's because they love my daughter too. And that's, it's something that I'm super, super overwhelmed with joy with. Um, so regardless of anything that we've haven't or aren't able to provide, I know that without all of this, she'll be blessed. She'll be loved. And that's the most important part, most important first stepping stone into her, um, childhood so thank y'all Whew, i'm out of breath see I told and then you. i'm just going to end it real quick by just saying i want to shout out the three p- most powerful women in my life other than lizette obviously <laughs> is my mom my grandma peanut and my sister shan my mom too's real name or mommy's real name i should say is uh shannon span so <laughs> Shout out to them. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all always supporting me and nurturing me. Y'all are beautiful, amazing women. Appreciate y'all. Yay. And we can't wait for you guys to fly out here for when she comes. So thank you again, you guys, for listening. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed episode two. Um, Please, please, please let us know that you're listening. It really, it, it really helps to let us know that people are listening um reviews star give us some stars and also uh write a little rating to it or or a little review a little feedback or whatever and we would Um, love we really want some guests on here and i already have a few in mind yeah so guys any guys out there who want to jump on or have anything to say yeah i have i have girls i have women on there but guys we need you guys to come yeah we're gonna get some guys we're gonna get some guys in here (laughs) so yeah please and give us any feedback on what you guys want to hear or talk about, but thanks again.